welcome to the 32nd episode of the 21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. If you are new around here, welcome. Our podcast aims to deliver marketing news and industry trends for you, the marketer who wants to learn, or maybe your business owner, same thing. You still want to learn about digital marketing. This week, we are tackling the next topic in our Trends for 2019 series, SEO Trends to Know. But first, some introductions. I'm Sarah, an account manager here at 21 Handshake. I'm Ashley, another account manager here. My name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content. As I mentioned in the intro, we're discussing SEO trends this week. In case you missed it, last week we talked bigger picture stuff about digital marketing. What would impact digital marketing as a whole next year? The top trends, if you do nothing else, do those trends that we talked about in episode 31. But we all know that if you're anything like us, you love to dig a little bit deeper, and that's why this week we are talking SEO. Then next week we'll be talking social, and then we'll end December with some content trends. So, SEO, search engine optimization. This episode, we not only want to talk about what's hot in SEO, but also what is practical and what will really impact you. So we know there's a lot of technical jargon out there about SEO. Well, this is kind of more a practical approach at it. We're not going to get into the weeds talking about all that technical back-end stuff. <laughs> Leave that to a developer to figure that stuff out, <laughs> like we do. <laughs> so I love how Wix described this in their SEO trends post. Search engines like Google are only trying to be that beloved figure who crosses all the items off someone's wish list at Christmas time. Anytime you enter something into the search box, the system wants to make you happy and connect you with exactly the result that you're looking for. The best gift giver around, if you ask us. I thought that was such a fun way to describe Google in relation to this time of year. I the, was just going to say, it's perfect for this Yeah, season. perfect. <laughs> so let's be excellent gift givers next year. And also on the flip side, it's really great to give a great gift and then feel appreciated in terms of your effort, which, i.e., will be more traffic to your site. <laughs> so, Ashley, what is your our first top trend? Yeah, so if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, this is probably not going to be shocking. Um, but our first trend is mobile-first indexing. Mobile, 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 mobile. Yes, mobile, <laughs> mobile. <laughs> so make sure that your website is mobile-first. Um, this is something that um, Google launched in a, in a system update in March this year. Right, and um, we talked about it in depth on yeah, episode 20. Correct. So, so if you want to learn more about that, go check out episode 20. Um, but pretty much, uh, it just updated the system preferences to prefer um, websites that are mobile first. Right, so that will come up in search results first of mobile, that's what they mean by mobile first indexing, Correct. right? They're going to index your mobile site before they even think about indexing your... Yes. So a quick and easy way to check um, would be in the back end of whatever platform you use for your website, so WordPress, Wix. Um, and if you're really, if you still can't find it, it's not obvious. I would just go to their blog support, and they should help you out. Yeah, definitely. So definitely a great trend that was on every list that we looked at mm -hmm. in researching this episode. Mobile first. It, mobile first, clearly not going away. Like no. this is something that is so already ingrained in our like natural behavior. Like if, if you're not like putting mobile first 
you're going to get left in the right. dust, as I like to say. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of that natural behavior, another top trend, and we also talked about this last episode in episode 31 in the big picture digital marketing. So if we're to make two of our trend list, just go do it. <laughs> Voice search, that is the next trend. So it is said that by 2020, half of all online traffic will be coming from spoken queries, which is just crazy to think about. But just to think of how even my own search has evolved in the mm -hmm. last year, um, searching, and it's funny too, like it still comes up with some funny things when yeah. you voice search, <laughs> but Thinking about like even maybe two years ago, three years ago when I would voice search, like even that's really leaped and bounds. Like the AI learning or whatever the learning is that they've employed for the voice search has gotten that much better just in that short a time. Mm -hmm. So I imagine this just, it's continued to explode, especially with more and more um, home products coming onto the market, yeah. your Alexa, your Google Home, your anything, um, your Siri of the world on your iPhones, on your Mac devices, search, yeah. yeah we, we talked we, a lot yeah. about this in the last episode too, so. Um, yeah. have, have you guys seen the TV commercials for the new like Facebook portal thing? No. No? It's I, a, I've like kind of heard something about it, but I haven't seen. Is this have to okay. do voice search or visual um, search? It's well, it's like a. Okay, so essentially what it is, it's like a tablet on a little stand that rotates, okay. and it has a camera on top, so you can like voice talk with somebody like while you're in the kitchen working on something, and it'll like track where you're moving. That but it's it's controlled by voice, so like you yeah. say like call grandma, call Ashley, uh -huh. call Sarah, whatever okay. like something like that. And, and then they just if, have to have a Facebook account, probably, or how yeah, I would okay. I would guess that it's it. I haven't looked into the details of it, okay. but it's it's called Portal by Facebook, and so, so yeah, watch out Google, watch out. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of that though. That's fun. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So you know how many people like Facetime with each other, and then you're oh, kind of yeah. like locked on to holding your phone, right? Or, and you're or trying whatever. to walk around. Here's my cat. Exactly. <laughs> so the idea is that this thing kind of like tracks um, tracks your movement while you're doing whatever yeah. you're doing. Oh so. wow, I see younger generations really loving that like yeah. like you said like call grandma oh my gosh my kids would go ecstatic like mm -hmm. oh let me call so-and-so in a different day <laughs> cousin and walk around and talk to them exactly oh my so gosh cool. that's crazy so and hey we always say technology starts you know with the kids and those are the <laughs> trends that become reality so how you can deliver on the voice search phenomenon is um Digital assistant devices, they'll only deliver really one search result per inquiry, and that's from the Content Marketing Institute. So we gave a lot of great tips last episode on how you can improve how um, you write articles and how your content, content can deliver that search result. So go check out that episode. <laughs> Ashley, what's the next top trend? We have 10 of them, guys. <laughs> The next top trend um, has to do with in-depth content. So I know in the past we've talked about keywords, um, blogging, um, and how content can drive traffic to your website and how it's a great resource. Right. Um, but within that content, are you really being, um, what's the word, like? An expert. Yeah. Uh, so instead of, um, I know like sometimes we talk about how like shorter content is better, yeah. but maybe on your blog content, go a little longer. Right. Go a little bit more in-depth show that you are the industry expert. Yeah, industry um, expert, 
engaging as well, yeah. keep the reader interested. I mean, you'd be surprised, but like Google can tell that. Google yeah. can tell that by how long someone is spending on your page, yeah. um, how far down the page they scroll, yep. and all of that information is being collected and, and is a huge factor on like your Google ranking. Yeah, definitely. And as we mentioned, I forget what episode that is, and we'll link it in the show notes, but a few episodes ago, it did seem that um, like one of the top like trust factors, wasn't it, was content on your website, and that's how people, we were like, really? Wow. I just remember us being amazed by that. Yeah. So again, that long-form content is what people are thinking is expert yeah. and authoritative. Including Google. Including <laughs> Google, which is the most important for if you want to get on that page right. one. <laughs> So another ranking factor, um, and I've noticed this just recently too amongst our clients, this being a big factor in ranking is speed. So what do I mean by that when I say speed? So this is from Search Engine Land, and they said, historically when analyzed in PageSpeed Insights, a site was evaluated just on the basis of its technical parameters. Now for desktop and mobile, it's grading according to two different metrics optimization and speed. So we've always kind of known speed was a ranking factor, but now Google has come out and said, it's it's a ranking factor, speed yeah. is a ranking factor. Mobile users expect pages to load within three seconds. <laughs> the average page loads on mobile in 15 seconds. That so, blows me away. I mean, yeah. but if you think about your search habits, how many times have you gone on a website and you're like, come on, come on, oh, forget it, and just go back yeah. to search results? That's true. Yep. It's very true. And, and um, it, you're right. It's something that I didn't think about, but once we were like researching this and kind of getting a little bit more in depth, I was like, that makes so much sense. I totally do that. If my page isn't loading like right away, I'm going to move on to the next resource. Yeah. Yep, I'm out. Yeah, you're <laughs> out. You're me. out. So Google wants users, especially again, those on mobile, to have a seamless experience and they are tracking when you're backing out of those web pages. So there's a lot of great development tools out there that can help get your site faster. Um, definitely ask your developer how to do that. Um, it's totally worth it. Like I said, we've just gone through and done a bunch of site audits for our own clients. Page speed was a factor in some of those. We quickly implemented some technical things and now their page speed is day and night different. I feel like when we talk a lot about like, uh, like bare minimum, like digital marketing, like assets, right? We talk about like first thing we yeah. talk about is your website. Yep. And that's like a big ticket item, especially for like a lot of our clients. And I yeah. know that's like an industry wide uh, norm. Yeah. Um, and speed, I find, is just like never really on the forefront of that conversation. Right. It's usually like, okay, you have to have pictures, you have to have content, yeah. you have to have all the necessary pages, like videos, yeah. and all that stuff. All that stuff can slow down your website. They can't. Smush those pages down, post <laughs> those videos somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, so it's something to keep in mind and, and, and work with your developer, whoever. Um, making sure that it's running at optimal speed. Yeah, not only do you need a pretty website, you need a fast website. <laughs> All right, Ashley, what's number five on our list? Yeah, this next trend, I actually uh, was reminded that um, of how important it is. And so big topic of 2018 was security. Oh Thank my you, gosh, Facebook. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only that, but the uh, Europe and the yeah. G, G, oh, GRDP or something? Or? There you go. That sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So number five on our trend is security. Moving into 2019, that's going to be a big priority, um, especially when it comes to SEO. 
Um, but yeah, so we have Facebook to thank for that. Uh, Google implemented in July of this year the importance of um, having a secure web page. Yeah. So the point now where, if you're, say for example, you're in Chrome, if you go to a website that's not like secured. HTTPS, mm -hmm. that would be secure. Big, bright, like bold, top of the page, this page is not secure, like leave the page pretty yeah. much. Um, which is not appealing. No. <laughs> and probably not good for your Who uh, wants a website. bug on their computer? You right, know? exactly. I mean. So, and I, um, there, I haven't looked too much in depth into like uh, the step-by-steps and how you can make sure that your website is secure, um, but I know that it's it shouldn't be too difficult. Right, again, contact your developer. Mm -hmm. They'll know exactly how to do it. You may have to upgrade your hosting plan. Um, sometimes you do have to upgrade your hosting plan, mm -hmm. but they should be able to very easily switch your website from HTTP to mm -hmm. HTTPS. Mm -hmm. um, we won't get into the weeds on how to do that right. again. It could get very technical very Yeah, quickly. just ask your developer. They'll take care of it. And then I would also ask your developer what you need to change in your Google Analytics as well to reflect that HTTPS. Um, that has nothing yeah. to do with what the user will say, but it will impact how your analytics and how you're, you know, looking at your traffic from your website. And you mentioned Europeans too. Like, if your client base or anyone who's coming yeah. to your website is in Europe, yeah. you have a whole different set of rules you need to play by. So make sure you're looking into that. Yeah, yeah, you have to like put a big uh, thing on your website saying, yeah. you know, about security and all that stuff. So, yeah, um, we don't have to worry about that, deal. luckily. But like Ashley said, if you have any clientele that are international. Mm -hmm. So our next one, um, number six, is Google is using brand as a ranking signal. This was a new one for me, um, honestly. So I actually had to do a little bit more digging on this one. But it totally made sense as I thought about it. So search engine land, again, um, kind of broke it down the best I thought. And I'll kind of verbatim kind of go through what they said so I don't misspeak about it. But they said um, that the search engine learns your brand's identity through unlinked brand mentions. Then it analyzes all the properties mentioned in it so Google can get a better picture of your authority in a particular field. So. All of this comes into a bigger play of content, context that includes reputation, trust, advertising, complaint solving, and then through that context matrix, Google learns to tell good from bad websites. Whoa, or just a good from a yeah. bad company, I guess, <laughs> as well. So definitely make sure that you are looking into any brand mention that you have out there easy way to do that go to google set up an alert you'll get an email anytime that your business is mentioned very easy to do that get an email once a day scan it yeah, see like if it's good if it's bad make sure that you're always um, checking out when people leave a review in google for you um, you know, if it's a bad review, you may want to hit a reply back just so maybe Google sees that you're, you know, replying yeah. back and talking about that. Listen, so. Social listening um, best practices. <laughs> yes, yeah, social listening for sure. So definitely um, make sure that you are taking care of your brand out there on the interweb. Yeah, the brand <laughs> reputation aspect of this is something new for me as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's not something that I like come across too often. Um, but that's so interesting. So do you think that like social media profiles, because you know, if you like Google a business, yeah. um, like their Instagram, their Facebook, yeah. their Amazon account, like all those things are like 
one of the top um, search results. So I'm wondering even like on social media. Right. I mean, since this is a newer one, this is the first time I had heard of it. Um, I think we'll learn more about this as time yeah. goes on. But I would imagine if those are coming up in the search results, right? Google's, Google's paying attention. Those and they're paying attention to those. Just you know, for the longest time, does social rank or does social signals yeah. affect your ranking? Whereas Google, I don't know if they ever really said. You know, some people yeah. said they said that affected, but I think this kind of comes into that shady area. Yeah. So I just you know, like we said, best practices. <laughs> I don't know. I know we talk as a team. I don't know if we mentioned it here on the podcast, but when we go to our clients and we kind of are looking maybe at maybe a new client and we're like, wow, you know, your Google reviews, what are we going to do to get those better? Mm -hmm. And we've even implemented some, not that we had bad Google reviews, but we've gone on a review seeking mission to, you know, prompt our reviews. Yeah. A review. Exactly. So I said, just set up that Google alert. I know what people (laughs) are saying. (laughs) Ashley, what's the next one on the list? So the next one is Amazon search, which kind of just plays into what I was just talking about. Yeah. Um, Google is, and Google and Amazon work very similar. So Amazon is looking for those keywords. Um, And this is mostly when I talk about Amazon search, I'm mostly talking about if you have like products you're selling. Right. Um, But if you do, this is definitely something to keep in mind because Amazon is also paying attention to those keywords. So making sure that you're optimizing Um, like your product pages or any content you have about them, um, that will play a big factor. Well, yeah, I know right now we're all holiday shopping right now online. Mm -hmm. And Amazon, the top link for any product I am looking for. I think one of these (laughs) uh, news sources even went as far as to call Amazon the... um, uh, the the new like e-commerce uh, search engine. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. It's uh, it's up there. Pay yeah. attention, especially if you are in e-commerce mm-hmm. or anything to do yeah. with that, um, or selling a book or anything, which right. more might be more of a B two B thing. Correct. Yeah. So our next one, number eight, is to go after the featured snippet. If you don't know what the featured snippet is, it's basically like when you are maybe typing in a question and. Um, informational query mm-hmm. into Google and it comes up with that informational box has all your quick answers right there or maybe even like well someone asked this but then they also asked this and you have all the answers there mm-hmm. at first when I first started noticing this I was like whoa Google's really trying to crowd out those links but then it's like okay but you can go after those featured snippets mm-hmm. but how do you do it it doesn't happen easily um, I think HubSpot had wrote a great post on how technically they got into the featured snippet, and it did take a lot of work. We'll link that in the show notes that HubSpot one because um, there are. I think we even wrote about this on our blog as well, so yeah. we'll link both those articles in the show notes. Um, I would focus on what Google experts are calling "eat" expertise, authority, trustworthiness. So if you are an expert in your field and you wrote a very long blog post answering all types of questions that anybody would ask about this certain product, maybe it's an air conditioner, about this certain air conditioner, that might be able to get you into the answer box. I've read articles that say make sure in that content to use a question that somebody would type into Mm -hmm. Google when they are researching for said answer another way to get into, you know, that you might be considered. Yeah. 
Also, when it comes down to it, they said odds are, if you've already featured on page one, it's already that much easier to get yeah. into the Google answer box. So do everything else SEO-wise. Get on page one and your opportunities to get into the feature snippet box increase dramatically. And just imagine if you did get into that feature snippet box. What a reward. Holy cow, your traffic. Yeah. We always talk about how SEO is such a, a long game. It's, yeah. Uh, you have to be patient. You have to maintain it. Yeah. Um, you know, watch improve SEO trends change regularly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Google had how many updates this year? That oh, would be a huge impact. Yeah. So, SEO can be um, intimidating uh, sometimes, but oh. I think if you maintain it well and you stay up to date, yeah. like what a reward! Like the reward is so worth it. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, obviously, we all want to be on the first page of Google, but um, like once you get there, like. And organically, too, because you yes. can get there if you pay enough in Google AdWords. Yeah, that's not really what, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, organically. Yes, so. yep. Um, one quick tip, not sure what questions people are asking about, maybe your product serves yeah. service business. Great website called Answer the Public. You can basically type in any type of phrase, and they'll put, spit back a million different questions people are asking about yeah. that. So. It's a good way to test if you like what you think people are asking. Exactly what they're asking. <laughs> exactly. So really <laughs> hone in on that informational search for the featured snippet. Well, this next trend is something that's like appears way more technical than it actually is. Right. Um, it's called LSI indexing right. or latent system or somatic <laughs> indexing. Woo, that's I promise amazing. it's not that intimidating. Yeah, it's really not. <laughs> In fact, this is. Um, encouraging uh, businesses to be more authentic. So they're really looking for um, this term that used to be called keyword stuffing, um, kind of the same thing. Right. So uh, they're trying to discourage keyword stuffing. Um, you know, you right. know when you like read an article and it's just like, uh, I think the example they use is like the um, Beatles concert. Right. So um, it's like, well, the Beatles concert was this. and. Beatles concert this, and yeah. Beatles concert this, and you're like, this is like not reading well. Exactly. But they were trying to stuff it with that one keyword. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, LSI indexing is basically just promoting um, like other words that are related um, that someone else might search, uh, topic clusters. Exactly, yeah, and we wrote a great blog post on topic clusters on our own blog, so we'll definitely link that in the show notes. I think it just comes back to Google is smart, their bots are smart. They want something that sounds pretty authentic. And you saying Beatles 100 times in a 200 word post, Yeah, they're gonna think that's gonna it's be a, a little flag. odd. Yeah, yeah, it's not very authentic sounding, it's not very conversational, and um, yeah. Or I love when you go to a site and they stuff in their location a million times and you're like, that made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I think what's what you can boil a lot of these things down to is that like Google has gotten so smart, just yeah. exactly like you just said. Yeah. The bots know exactly what they're looking for, and even though they're not like real things, yeah. they can read things in ways that you and I would read them and comprehend mm-hmm. them. Exactly. There's no. There's getting to be fewer and fewer and fewer ways to like. I'm doing like quote fingers like work around the system mm-hmm. or like yeah. kind of like trick it. Yeah. Like, so just treat it, you know, the, create your content in the way that you would want to read it mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. 
you know mm -hmm. don't don't do the keyword stuffing don't put your location exactly. on there a thousand times like I'll know where to look for it if I need it exactly. like you know put things where it makes sense for them to be and and write things the way you would like to have you know like how did I word that write things in the way that you would like to read them exactly very conversational very yeah. engaging um, and honestly, yeah. when you do that, you like check off a lot of these boxes. That exactly. I'm today. Exactly. You know, we're not saying that you're going to get to page one doing all of these, but with enough with time help. and effort, <laughs> it will help. And like you said, Google sniffs those out, and that was another kind of trend. Whereas Google is moving so far ahead that they're going to be able to teach their AI to sniff out all these black hat oh, yeah. techniques yeah. and. Which their Google learning and everything brings us to our 10th top trend, which is Rank Brain. What a so, transition. Yeah, yeah that. so that is Google's AI machine. And whereas it was, um, it, they brought that out in 2015, their Rank Brain system. But the two most important factors to understand and prioritize, I can't talk today, prioritize. <laughs> Going into 2019 are dwell time and click-through rates. And those are what Rank Brain is focusing on right now. And actually, I think you mentioned this at the mm -hmm. beginning of the podcast. That dwell time on a site, Google's looking at that. They're looking, um, if you're clicking on it from the search engine results, they're looking at that. How many times was that website clicked? People must like it. If it was clicked a lot, it must have had the right answer. Not only did it have the right answer, someone stuck on the site mm -hmm. and they looked around. So how do you do that? Um, definitely your design of your website comes into play, your speed of the website, your title tags, your meta descriptions, um, meta descriptions being those little um, like sentences that are right under the search engine results. Yeah. So if you have all of that, odds are that Rank Brain will love you a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I like all of these, and they all kind of intertwine a little bit, but um, two things that I realized as we were going through this. One, big, big emphasis on authenticity, yeah. trust, and yep. um, well, I'm blanking. Expertise. <laughs> Expertise. <laughs> um, so I think if you do like just put an emphasis on that, that will help a lot. The other thing is, if you're like wondering maybe why like you're doing all this SEO right. work and you think that you're doing everything right, these seem like some of these things are, are really small things. If you just double check, that might be the missing piece. Yeah, double check that you're doing all of these. Yeah, especially like the ones um, like securing your site or, or just right. making sure that your website is mobile friendly. Like sometimes those are just like little buttons that just need to be checked. Yeah. Um, and they can make a big difference. Huge difference. And like Ashley said, let's just focus on what did Google call that? They eat. The yep. each method, <laughs> expertise, authenticity, and trust are key. And those, I would say, the trend that should be uno numero. Again, I can't talk today. <laughs> <laughs> happy Monday. All right. Yes, happy Monday. Okay. So armed with this information, how are you going to be adjusting your SEO in 2019? We would love to know. Drop us a line at 21 Handshake on social media. Did you love this episode? Of course you did, because now you know all the top trends for 2019 and SEO. So please rate us five stars on iTunes or your listening platform of choice, and then share it with a friend. Next week, we are talking social trends, so stay tuned. <laughs>